the only marketing channel you are 100% positive works every time is your unboxing. Are you taking advantage of this valuable moment? Does your box stand out with branded shipping tape or a custom box? Or does it blend in with the 10 Amazon boxes on the porch? When your box is opened, is there a thank you card inside? Maybe care and use instructions or a sticker? Are you giving the customer a reason to get even more excited with a small free gift or a coupon for their next purchase? George Supply offers a wide range of custom printing, including business cards, care and use cards, stickers, custom boxes, shipping materials, and much more. Available at georgesupplyco.com. Brought to you by George Supply Company. Each week we explore topics you need to know to grow your maker hobby into a maker business and brand. I'm Scott Sherman. This week, five valuable business lessons I had to learn the hard way. After 30 years in business, I have learned many lessons about business, sometimes the hard way. There's a side of the story of business you don't see on LinkedIn and Instagram. The, the hard challenges that don't have a magical fix. There are challenges that have solutions and plans that work, but they just aren't uh, Instagrammable. Is that a word? They're brimming. They aren't brimming with sage wisdom. These kinds of solutions are mundane. They work so well. There's no need for a three-act story to convince people to try them. Across the highs and lows of my business, from past and present, there are a few things I've learned that are taken for granted by other people in business. When facing systematic economic uncertainty or the wrong side of the profit and loss statement or that realization that the final Hail Mary play still didn't work out, it can be hard to take a step back and reconsider your next move. I know. I've been there like many of you. And while some disasters have been thankfully long since forgotten, there are five valuable business lessons I've pulled from them that continue to continue to be useful to me every day. So this post isn't about motivating you with the comeback story of the decade. This isn't the inspirational LinkedIn post you may think it is. This post is for the tough, the mundane decisions you make for your business every day. 
These are my five valuable business lessons I had to learn the hard way. Number one, everything is figure outable. All right, so maybe figure outable isn't the most elegant way to say it, but it captures this point well. Let me say this right from the beginning, though. What I don't mean here is that there are no fatal mistakes in business. There certainly are. What I mean here is that if you want to surmount a difficult challenge, the solution might just currently be beyond your capabilities. So to figure it out, you need to find the resources to help you. I can tell you from experience all about knowing that I didn't have the knowledge to complete the job I needed to complete. I have moved from managing one restaurant location with a staff of 25 to managing seven locations under two franchises, administering HR and payroll for 400 employees, maintaining and installing the IT over multiple systems and computer networks, marketing for 10 restaurants, and overseeing the construction of four new buildings from the ground up. So I'd be lying if I told you that I knew what I was doing every step of the way. But every time I took on a project beyond my duties, I learned that everything that challenged me can be figured out. Let's face it, most things in business involve basic math, treating people with decency and respect, and a lot of Google searches. The key is to have access to people with subject expertise and ask them a lot of questions. And in addition, doing enough research that you can then explain it to someone else. So that brings me to my second lesson. Lesson number two, ask a lot of questions. Often when I make a poor decision, it's typically because I didn't ask enough questions. Sometimes I've assumed someone knew all the facts of the situation that they did not. Other times I assumed I knew what they would say, so I didn't ask anything. Don't be afraid to ask questions and repeat the answer back to them to ensure everyone is on the same page. I've learned to especially challenge someone's answer when it sounds like, because that's how we always do it, to one of my questions. This is very common in my, like my construction ex experience. I know it's silly to say my construction experience as a restaurant tour, as it is for you to hear it, but that's kind of the point of this episode. There are thousands of details in construction plans, leaving hundreds of opportunities for errors, or at the very least, misinterpretation. So only by staying close to the construction when it's being done and asking a whole lot of questions was I able to find the errors before it was too late or learn how to do it better the next time? 
in human resources, the stakes can be even higher. So often I have to ask questions regarding if something is advisable or even legal. Connecting myself with a superior insurance broker who has access to a current database of HR materials has been very helpful. The information is definitely out there that you need. You just need to know who to ask for it. For my technical work with restaurant software and hardware, I may not be able to set up a computer network from scratch, but I understand all the components, what they do, basic wiring diagrams, and I can diagnose a problem when it happens. Thanks mostly to picking the brains of the various help desk representatives when I call. Understanding the parts of a complex system is the third lesson I want to share with you. Business lesson number three. Large, difficult projects should be broken down into small steps. Let's face it. Large projects can be overwhelming, especially when it's your first time doing something. But I have found that by breaking the project into small steps and focusing on the next step at hand, I can progress my way through the project incrementally. For example, when I had this idea of establishing a central location to answer all the phone calls for the seven restaurants, I had never heard or been inside such a place. But the concept made sense in our situation. And so our call center was born. Okay, so first I had to figure out, quite frankly, how to make a phone ring in the call center and in the store simultaneously. Then I had to ask myself, how the heck do I connect a remote computer in the call center to a computer network in the store? Well, I ask a lot of questions of the vendor, some electricians, some computer network analysts, and figured it out. But it took some time. And then I learned how it was possible to take an order in the call center and then make the order print up in the correct store where the customer wanted to pick up from. So needless to say, it took a while. At each step, I had no idea what would, if this would work technically or would work as a business solution. But I simply focused on the next task. Now the call center effectively services seven locations, achieving a, a much higher quality of customer service, saving a little bit on payroll, and unexpectedly, it was a lifesaver during COVID when we were operating on drastically reduced staff. This kind of project analysis required keeping track of a lot of moving parts simultaneously. Hence, my next lesson. Lesson number four, stay organized. In the business world, you will be pulled in multiple directions 
all at the same time. You will never remember everything that needs to be done if you don't continuously add to your to-do list. I have found the most effective method to, to track it all is using the Notes app on my phone. I personally use Google Keep. It allows me to check off things as I complete them and add more items as they come up. I maintain multiple lists like high priority, short-term items, long-term projects. I have a separate George supply list and links to various things I want to come back to on internet searches. If you're interested in how to use your phone's own pre-installed note-taking app as an easy and free way of tracking your projects, I wrote about that elsewhere on the Business for Makers blog. I make a concerted effort to get the high-priority work list as close to cleared on Friday as possible so I can focus on the George Supply list over the weekend. This is key for making my system work. It's not enough just to collect the to-do lists. You need to do work actively to check them off your list too. You know, I know this is easier said than done though. And sometimes things fall through the cracks. And that brings me to my final business lesson. You will never be perfect. Perfection is elusive. If you aim for perfection, you will never finish a project. Rather than measuring your projects or your business against the idea of perfection, it is far more realistic to focus on your progress towards competency and expertise. How much closer to expertise are you than you were a week ago? A month ago, a year ago, consistent progress is much better than perfection. Most small businesses make a product that is less than perfect. But knowing that only through repetition will they see improvement, they must soldier on. That product may never be perfect but it will get a heck of a lot better with hard work. And that's what people pay money for. A great product over a good product. And that's it. It isn't so complicated, right? Trust me, there are a lot of books and blogs and podcasts <clears throat> that will try to sell you on a magic solution to your business difficulties. Odds are they're just one or more of these lessons. Many aspects of operating a business can be scary and overwhelming, especially in subjects, subject areas you're unfamiliar with. The key is to realize everything can be figured out, but you have to ask enough questions from experts. You have to break down those big projects into small pieces that can be accomplished you have to organize those pieces as you do them, and they, these will give you the confidence to move forward.
These are the everyday skills and lessons that have helped me as my business has evolved and grown. Like I said at the beginning, these are not revolutionary, but they are mundane enough to be taken for granted by too many people. In my experience, however, they are the keys to a successful business. Thank you for listening. I'm Scott Shervitz, and this has been the Business for Makers podcast brought to you by George Supply Company. Thank you to my co-author, Brian Shervitz, Master's of Science and Associate Instructional Designer at the University of Wisconsin Extended Campus. For your convenience, a transcript of this episode is available in our Business for Makers blog. I'll include a link in the show notes. Subscribe to our podcast to get regular insights, tips for building your business, uh, maker business, and you can get more information about building your brand, selling merchandise, and maintaining your business operations all at georgesupplyco.com. Thank you for listening. As a maker, one place to start is to wear, sell, and give away apparel and gifts with your logo. It introduces others to your brand and gives you an opportunity to start a conversation about what you do. George Supply Company offers over 100 items for you to brand, all with no minimum order or inventory investment. Available at georgesupplyco.com. Powered by Riverside FM.